that, so still no more music. I mean, what are you talking just, about? This, maybe just us talking about our music is our no, our lack of music is our music. I thought you said you were gonna get the Queen's music and make that our opening. I didn't say that. <laughs> I told you what my idea is. I just need time, and that this week we did not have any of it. But this weekend might. Looking good. Yeah, we probably. Yeah. But I'm also lazy, so I'm not making any promises. How's it going, everybody? Hola. Uh, how you doing, Hector? <laughs> All right. So, is it me, or did like someone listen to us? Oh. And just like flip the script from Dude. one week to the next. Yeah, we're just gonna jump right. We should just jump right in. I think. I mean, just to we don't have to waste any time. Carrie, I mean, just to start from the beginning, listening to us, Carrie Cross and Scarlet fucking nailed it on that entrance, dude. It was flawless to me. And even though she did like the singing once she got in the ring, I thought it like that worked. And the way they came out where she was standing, the bird coming down, it reminded I like the way NXT uses their screen a lot. Like the way Damian Priest used it when he was like coming closer and closer, even though even though yeah, you don't but, like yeah, him, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a good use of the technology. And they did the same thing with her and that bird like coming. It looks like she has wings and then he stands yeah. in front of her. Like that whole entrance just is killer, dude. To to use quotes that we'll find out in a little bit is a killer entrance. <laughs> uh yeah, I actually was kinda happy with this. I actually thought it was gonna be uh it's gonna be the whole like singing thing again. But no, it uh I was pleasantly surprised. But the thing that sucked is the poor jobber didn't even yeah. get an entrance. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I missed the entrance the first time I watched it, and I just, I think I just caught it, like, on the second suplex, and then I saw that. Honestly, like, if that's his finisher... Okay, so we can get into the match now. If that's his finisher, I am not a fan of it, but maybe we just haven't seen someone good sell it. But as soon as I saw a jobber in there with him and him take that second suplex, I was like, ugh, really? Just another one of these? Yeah. And then I was completely proven wrong once we start hearing the, the heart monitor beeps. Oh, <laughs> so just to, uh i was watching this with my brother and we had just gotten dinner and the freaking yeah the match is going on i was like all right and i'm explaining who carrying crosses and then you hear the match ends and then you hear the heartbeat and then i just yell out from my chair and spill my sushi and go fuck yes <laughs> and my brother's like what the hell's wrong with you i go it's tomasa yeah. he's and he, i was like i'll explain to you later let me enjoy this i got a podcast I don't even think that I, I that I popped for Tommaso when he came back the first time, but I definitely did this time, dude, for sure. Oh man, because this was like a really good surprise. I was like, I thought he was gonna take a break for a little bit longer, yeah. you know, be home with his his baby and his wife. But then when I heard that, I was like, nail this motherfucker <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> Honestly, him taking that loss to Johnny made me think that like something else health wise was wrong with him, and he may not be long for this promotion, but. Seeing him and the way he was talking about it, like Johnny needed that win to go into where he's at now. Champa is Champa can do anything yeah. in here, and that, that I think that is going to work to his disadvantage in this rivalry because you don't bring in Karrion Cross with that intro with all this mystique to have him lose to Champa. Champa is going to be used to build him up, and it sucks. But that match is going to fucking rule dude i wonder if it is is it actually going to be the main event the way champa um introduced it but yeah we'll see oh and it's kind of cool when champa was like talking about i was like oh your entrance is cool all this and then he stated his height 
I was like, he's 6'4"? I was like, the cameras make him look shorter. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, and so I got what I wanted to last week. I got him face-to-face to Ciampa, or, and they they looked cool. Like, he does look bigger than Ciampa, and so yeah. awesome. I'm, I'm fully in, and this is probably – I'm trying to think of, like, other stuff going on right now. Even with undis- – because of who's involved in Undisputed and not wanting to get too invested in that, given we don't know have any updates, and also there's a character I don't like in that feud, um, I think this might be my favorite rivalry right now. Or at least uh, the one that I'm most um, most intrigued by. Yeah, like the, the, like the secret step or whatever behind this is, is Johnny and uh, Candice going to interrupt this match? at TakeOver, where, like, why are you coming after Trump? This is what I've been talking about. No one comes to me. I'm the one next to you. I'm, and then I guess we'll start the rivalry with that. Because I can see Ciampa losing to build him up, but I also can see where he's just a stepping stone, so that way Johnny gets involved somehow. Is like, I beat you. Why are you getting all the things? Why does everybody still care about you and not yeah. me? Yeah, so. if they just kind of swerve him and put Carrie across yeah. and something else and go back to Johnny and Ciampa, I'd be down for that, because then we could yeah. get a an actual hopefully we'll have crowds at some point and then we can get a fulfilling finish to the greatest story that nxt has ever told <laughs> uh, but we can jump uh, off of that because it was super short and we don't need to talk too much unless you had anything else you wanted to mention about oh it. no i was just super happy yeah. it's funny that i can scare people in my apartment <laughs> no neighbors banging on the door <laughs> hey, are you dead we heard a loud bang. <laughs> so the second match we got was um, Iho versus Akira. Um, I love the masks and the ma- like the the design of his masks and the fact that he did mask change. Like he came out with yeah. one and he changed a different one. That was awesome. Um, I did like a lot of the match, but I gotta say when they were on the outside and a couple times in the ring, like the way Iho kind of meanders over to his spot and just stays there, like doesn't he needs to do something like- else, right? And yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is that I liked the match, but he was too uh, foreshadowing the fact of like where his spots were gonna be and his placements. So I go, maybe it's just signaling. Maybe even this point, it's still a little too slow for him from whatever matches he's having before. Um, and he's just probably probably just thinking it's stable because he just got thrown in into the tournament mm. as his debut. But yeah, I was like, he needs to work on that, or someone at the what the performance center needs and like, no, you need to hide this or find a better way to like fall into the position instead of being so far away and you have to walk it all back. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, um, like dragging yourself to the position, like selling yeah. an injury, something like that. But because like the suspension of disbelief right now with no crowds, like I was talking to another, one of my friends who actually a long time ago before I was even back into wrestling was into it. And I was like, really, you like wrestling? Um, and he was saying that like <laughs> wrestling just sucks right now because he can't get into it because the crowds and like this dude loves wrestling more than a lot of people that I know, and uh, like for him to to get out of it because of that like the suspension of disbelief is really hard right now and if you're coming with that shit you're gonna for- get forgotten or get left behind just the same way like Atlas has and I don't want that to happen to Eho because the whole time that he's been here it hasn't been like that so I hope it's just a, a bad match. Yeah, and especially with the camera has nothing else to focus on. To like pull away to like mm-hmm. build up that suspense, like it's on you all the time. So, yeah. uh, like, uh, given this one, hopefully they're working on it, but I still enjoyed the match. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was hoping that we were gonna get the cartel, but they do show up later. <laughs> <laughs> I was legit surprised that he won that match. I thought, I thought Tozawa was, was uh gonna go straight into that final and, and eat a pin, but I guess not. 
Yeah, the once they showed the before they came out, they showed the whole bracket and seeing where they were, I was like, Oh, Eco's gonna win this because I was like they only have one person that's technically undefeated and that was uh Akira Tozawa, but mm. then which I thought they were going to wrestle one more to see who was going to win this out of the group, but I guess they're just doing it because he beat him this one time. He sits higher than him, even though they have the same results, but whatever. Because yeah, it's head-to-head, so he beat him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got about that. Shotzi's promo was pretty good, but I do got to say, she's in a punk band. That's a big con. Like, dedicate yourself to wrestling. I mean, I guess she's really good, so she's Wait, what are you talking really about? Too. I like punk, but I don't know. I just like that. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, the, what are you the, talking about? The greatest wrestler, or I will. Be, I think he will be the one of the greatest wrestlers of our generation. Is in a band and travels and kicks ass all over the place and keeps remaking himself. So Fozzie fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> I am not one of these marks that's gonna see Judas. Fozzie is a fucking terrible band, and it's not like they have never been good. Even Elizabeth, who is in love with Jericho since she was in their teens, admits Fozzie sucks. <laughs> hey, but he still has time to wrestle and still does a great yeah. job. That's uh, my whole point. Yeah, I never yeah. really listened under the intro. No, I'm I'm mostly just playing. Um, but yeah, I do. The thing that I really like, her promo was really good. I think it did really good to pump her up. The thing that I like the most about it, I think, is that she wasn't picking a fight that she can't fulfill on right. Or at least in this promo, they didn't make her pick a fight she can't fulfill on right now. She's not talking about Charlotte. She's not talking about Rio. She's not talking about Io. She's talking about um all the people on her like level. the mid cards. Yeah. yeah, she's talking about Candice and all those people. Like this is and Dakota and Reyna. This is where I'm gonna or Raquel. This is where I'm. Uh, these are the people that I'm going after right now. Yeah, I thought that was brilliant. Um, when she was talking about her on the tank and she like cruises on that, it was great. Uh, again, referencing this because I was watching it with my brother, and he's like, she drives in the stadium with the tank. I go, no, 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 and then it cuts perfect timing because of her and her little tank, and he just busts out laughing. He's like, oh, I want to see one of her matches. Now. Yeah, I can't wait to see her wrestle again. It's been so long. Yeah. And she, I I really like her. I want to see her. Hopefully, we'll get her next week at some point. Or at least in the next couple of weeks, considering they cut this promo. I, I hope it's next week already. Yeah, I would have preferred her in the match that we got next, but um, after this promo. But I'm glad she got a promo and just reminding us that like she's there. And she is popular. The crowd, well, when the crowd's there, they love her, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the next match was all just kind of story t- story shadowing, I think. Um, uh, your favorite wrestler on the roster, uh, uh. Mia Yim. Our favorite, uh, this podcast's favorite wrestler on the roster, Mia Yim, um, <laughs> was fighting Santana Garrett, who we've seen before, and I know a lot. Like she's an indie darling, um, she was in the Mia, the May Young Classic, and like we've seen her be good before. So I just gotta say, who the fuck does Mia think she is when she's like shaking her hand, like, "Oh, you're all right," and doing all this stuff? Like, what? You're not good. Who do you like? You're you've never been good. People have put you over this whole time. Yeah, like. When I saw Santana Garrett come out, I was like, one, her outfit's cool. It's different from the last time. Talked about her making her own outfit. And I was like, I, the whole time I was like, Mia better lose to her at this point because they keep pushing Mia. So she's over by this other company. So she can take a loss to somebody, especially Garrett. And I wanted that to happen. Of course it doesn't. And I'm just like, well, hi. Yeah. I don't see you against anyone. There's no, there's no one developed. To take you on based on who you are. And I swear 
Like, it, it's all professionalized. It's all because of how she is in the ring. And I'm sorry, Keith Lee, if you hear this. I swear <laughs> to God, you're still my favorite wrestler. But please don't hate me for this. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, <laughs> I'm glad what happened at the end of the match because that, like, redeemed the match. And I was like, okay, this is why Garrett was sacrificed. Even though I would rather would have loved to have seen a Caden Carter match in Garrett or someone else, like, just to show off their skills and, and like develop an them. Match instead of a story yes. Ah, uh, but yeah. Um, and then like I mean, I'm try- I've been, I'm trying not to hate, dude. But she just like the whole. I know I. I don't know if this was her line, and if it's not, apologies to her. This uh, if it's Mado's line where he said that she does it for the children. Like, really, there is no originality to to this character at all. Everything from head baddie in charge, which is a stupid saying and should just yeah. be straight up head bitch in charge. Um, to like all the Wu Tang stuff here, like doing it for the children. Like, come on, get something of your own at some point. If you're a Wu Tang song, you're Gravel Pit. Like, I'm sorry, you're not. <laughs> you're not there. Um, but I said this on the on the maybe basic she's the mascot for Wu Tang Financial. <laughs> <laughs> I said this on guide, so yeah, uh, to kind of spoil or just to get into it, Johnny Gargano, Candace come out. They end up picking a fight with her. Gargano pulls the ropes down. Mia falls out of the ring. Keith Lee comes out, and this is the inter- or this is the intergender uh, rivalry we're seeming to get at least to to start that kind of division, um, or if they're gonna go that route. Uh, and I said this is what I'm going back getting back to that. What I said on basics was, if you had told me that I was gonna root for Johnny Gargano over Keith Lee at some point this year, I would have known that Mia Yim was involved. <laughs> Yeah, I heard that line when I listened to the uh, when you said that. I was like, "Oh, it hurts, but it's true." <laughs> like even when he came out, I was like, "Ah, uh, man, why are we wasting him with this?" Like, I know Priest has something else, but what's Dijakovic doing? Let them wrestle some more. I was like, "Yeah, it's in your house. This should be that should be a match." Yeah. Um, or give him Grimes again. I don't care. Just not this. So we'll see where they go with this, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I'm not looking forward to it because the only person I really care about in this rivalry is Keith Lee, and it seems like this is all kind of beneath his skill level, to me. Yeah, like when he came out, that's the only reason I enjoyed this whole thing, and I and I kind of did like the fact that Candace and uh, Johnny were acting up. It was entertaining them being mm-hmm. like idiots, um, and they come out. And I was like, I'm okay with this as a hitter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like it, it's not gonna be yeah, like yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. or whatever yeah, but yeah. like i was like i'm okay with this and then like she falls out and keithy comes out. i was like damn it he's such a good guy <laughs> <laughs> um so then we got usc finally or ue finally um, and I was stoked to see them, even if he was, then I remembered that it was Dexter Loomis and I was just kind of like, uh, but I do got to say like, I've liked his look. Like I said, I liked him in ring. And so I did enjoy this. Um, by the way, I'm going to start following in the footsteps of my favorite and start calling everybody dorks again. <laughs> you hear what Mato was saying that he like called him a dork on Twitter. He was a weird dork or something like that. And I was like, man, that's a good, oh, no. that's a good, uh, insult these days. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you liked the match because when I was watching it, I was hoping you were gonna like it because 
Oh, I one and whatever. Call me Mark, whatever. I'm sorry, like Dexter Loomis, mm. because he's all in on whatever they're telling him to do, and he falls through with it perfectly. Like in the match, the fact that Roddy is getting pissed at him and saying, "Stop looking yeah. at yeah. me," and he just keeps doing it, just made me laugh so much and enjoyed the match so much more. I'm upset with the outcome. But it doesn't matter because this was a really good match put on by Roddy and Dexter Lewis. Like, they're really good together. Like, I think this was a great combination to put out there. But um, hands down, Dexter did an amazing job just for that fact of, like, playing his character the whole way through no matter what. Mm -hmm. I mean, Um, I... I don't like Dexter Loomis's character. That's just for me personally. But that that's not to say that he hasn't done fantastic with it and gotten me like <sighs> as close to liking it as I possibly could be cuz he is fully bought in and it it he's done so good with it. Um Yeah, the I got to say I I actually did like the finish because I <laughs> I was really annoyed. I've I've been calling for a modern like steal the belt angle, and I'm really pissed that it got wasted on Brody Lee. So now, what I was thinking when he had uh, Roddy like on in that um, just in that hold, I was like, kidnap yeah. him, take him, like just right. kidnap Roddy. And then for- especially <laughs> the fact that he like petted his head yeah, when he's all out. <laughs> even before he had gotten out, I think it was just when he like they were just standing there. And it was before you had uh before uh, Cole and Fish had even come out, and I was just like, oh, kidnap him, and then they're gonna be like, what the hell? He just took our friend. <laughs> uh, I was like, these nice, nice little surprises at the end of the matches I've been enjoying because Velveteen Dream came out, but he looked dope in that UE yeah, uh, uh, outfit. Yeah, it looked so good. But I was like, wait, but he's beating up UE, and then he ripped it off. I was like, okay, we're still on the same team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the way that they're like talking about them as a duo, it seems like we might start to get them more and more, and that's the way to get me, at least to get me to care about Dexter Loomis, because I do care about Dream. I wish we had an update about what happened, like about that situation, because I don't want to get it, too everything's gone no super one. quiet. Yeah. yeah, like I've been, I've been looking even each time NXT has started this week, like these last few weeks, I'll go and look at news, and there is no updates at all about it. So I'm, I'm hoping no good, no news is good news on that front. Yeah. Um, is it right now between this match or after this one? Did we get the cartel trying to steal Tazawa? It was. At right after this one, and this, oh, yeah. that move made or that that little uh, segment made me think that these goons might be equals, dude. Are you serious? Like, how, okay, think about it. He could have set up Tozawa. He didn't get out of the car. Did he get out of the car? He tried to get out of the okay. car, but they were pushing up against his door. Yeah, but uh, did he try that hard? It looked like it from the angle, but uh. But the thing is that I liked is uh, is that he was like, I appreciate you, man. And they were, like, respecting each other. But he was speaking in Spanish to Tozawa, and Tozawa was speaking Japanese back to him. It was like, they were respecting him. I was like, how come international wrestlers know other languages and are okay with it, but then they can't speak English? For, uh, whatever. <laughs> it was respect. And then the cartel shows up trying to take Tozawa. And I was like, what the heck is going on now? Um, uh, which is great. I we just need to see something with them. I hope at, at TakeOver they, like, unveil what they've been doing. Yeah. Uh, or if Eco wins and they are part of his group, he's like, yeah, I came to take everyone else out. 
That'd be kind of cool. I think if they are part of his group, we won't find out about it like for months, and then he'll he'll finally reveal that he was like the mastermind kidnapping all these people so that he could be <laughs> he could be in that tournament. Or maybe actually maybe that's when we'll find out. He's like, yeah, I took all these people so I could be in the tournament because like Mendoza probably would have been in the tournament. Who else got oh, taken? That's true. Walking Wild. Walking Wild definitely wild. would have been in that tournament. Oh man! Oh, the evidence is starting to stack up. <laughs> I think I I think I figured it out. Oh, are you the are you the SmackDown hacker? Um, are you <laughs> no, actually, I have an idea about that one too. I think it's Maurice, um, <laughs> but we don't need to talk about those garbage shows. After that was a match that did not need to happen with player one and player two and those Canadian guys, or I think they're French Canadian or whatever. I hate this tag team, and anytime they show up, I basically just walk away because I've seen enough of their matches to know that I'm not going to care. And not player one, player two. Those guys are good. Those that other tag team, the Ever Rise, they are worse than the Forgotten Sons. I don't know why they keep bringing them back. I saw, uh, I saw this match and I was like, oh, it's it's you know create player one and two, and they came out. They were phenomenal, and I was like, "If you're gonna give the titles to like bald, like basic play, you should have given it to them and not Imperium, because they were way better than Imperium in their match." Um, Maybe that's why this match but, happened. Uh, I hope so. Oh, they they mocked Imperium at the end. If you didn't see it, I didn't. So. Uh, yeah, so they pretended to do their whole Imperium thing when they're standing, and they just <laughs> laughed about it. Um, but yeah, Ever Rise, I was like, who the hell are them? I thought it was just some jobbing group that they got out of, like, Florida. Nah, we've seen them before, because I know every time they put, they jump up on that turnbuckle and, like, that dude hugs that dude's leg, I'm like, like, that's when I recognize them, and they, okay. they just remind me of, like, a really bad version of the, um, the Rockers. Like, not, not anywhere uh... near, not, obviously, like, they're, <laughs> they're a generic shit version of them, basically. <laughs> um, I just got the only comment that I have on my notes for here is: Did Danny Burke's face change, or have I just not seen him in a while? Did somebody like, like uh, adjust the um the sliders on his on his creative player face? <laughs> Possibly, maybe he's been out in the sun, or they <laughs> amped up his aggression. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it got an update. <laughs> So here's where we got a, and this after that we got a promo from Riddle retorting Thatcher's from earlier that we didn't talk about because I didn't think it was that great. But this is the actual announcement: Riddle and Thatcher in a cage, and I am stoked for that. I really want to see that match. And it's next week. Is it already? Which is cr- yeah, oh, which is cool. crazy. I didn't think th- I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna house. be in your house. Yeah, it's like nope. We'll give you something guys for next week. It's nice. a cage match. What? Yeah, great. They must be setting something else up then. I wonder if Gunn's going to come back now that shit's starting to open up. I hope so, unless he secretly came across a boat. Uh, <laughs> He's just been t- he took him like a week or like a month to come. He to- He's like, fuck it, I'll just go this way. <laughs> Uh, and then everything's going to open up right when he lands and he's like I could just He's like this is bullshit. I could have just stayed and trained and then flown. Now. <laughs> After that we got our second match of the na- uh second cruiserweight match of the night with um Drake versus who was it? Kushida. Kushida, that's right. This was the uh, modelism of the night, the miracle of the mat. <laughs> that was a good <laughs> This was so good. Uh Kushida did an amazing job helping, like, Drake sell and overcome. Uh, like, halfway through the match, I didn't care who would win. At first, I wanted Kushida to win, but 
Drake sold this so well and like got me so invested into it and we like maybe it is true, maybe he's out or whatever, but like he uh, hands down, like he did a great job and I enjoyed everything about it. It was so good. It felt classic, it felt technical, it got me all in. I didn't even care there was no crowd because it was just so damn good. Um and because of this we have a triple threat uh for next week um for who who takes on Equal Fantasma, I'm guessing it's gonna be at uh in your house for the championship. Yeah, that's what I'd assume too. I I think I need to go back and watch this match from how much you're raving about it. Cause it like, maybe I just wasn't paying attention and not focused enough on it. I, I just didn't get drawn into it. Uh, I, and I think it's probably more me as I wasn't focusing on it. Um, I am interested in that triple threat, but I am going to say, I, I am starting to believe it's not a work anymore because it seems like him, EC3 and the revolt are starting to set up a stable in AEW, or they're oh, starting really? to set up a stable somewhere, like on indie scene, and if that, like, I was thinking, just kind of like letting my mind, my mind go and like go. If there's Inner Circle, the Elite, and this like revolt, uh, faction, like a three uh-huh. faction, uh, a three stable storyline going on in AEW, that that would be pretty cool, I think. Well, technically, the third stable AEW, but we'll talk about that on the next episode because I have my thoughts on that. Oh, yeah, uh, that, I don't really care. There's, there's one good uh, wrestler in that stable. <laughs> At least if, if, I, if it's what I think you're talking about. Um, but yeah, like uh, the reason I like this so much is because of selling the fact that he was injured is uh, Drake because like, the ref kept asking him a bunch of times because Kushida, like, had him in so many submissions that it looked like he pulled his arm out of the socket. Mm. And he's like, you want to get over? He's like, no, I can't because it's over. And he just kept going through the whole thing. And yeah, I I don't think they had any missed spots. They just were on on top of everything so well throughout the match. I do remember. I did okay, not I like Jake Atlas. I did not like Jake Atlas being ringside. I was like, now you have to face him in a triple threat. Um, I actually thought Jake Atlas was gonna interrupt it and like, like, oh, I didn't care about you really, or whatever. But now he's in it, and I was like, so then why are you in a triple threat? It should just be Jake and Kushida du- duking it out once more, because you're supporting Maverick. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, him interrupting and Maverick still winning. I think you're right. Would have made that triple threat much more intriguing because then none of them like then everybody's out for their own at this point. And that's Correct. Like these guys who have this like budding ro- romance are, um, <laughs> are are kind of going into that like with a with an allegiance that they can turn on Kushida. Maybe Kushida yeah. will use that against them and and end up winning. But uh, uh that that would have definitely been a, a cooler angle. I think you're you're right. Um, that was it though, right until the main event. Uh, we had no some garbage show up on the NXT screen. Yeah, because the main event was it was also not fulfilling either. I there I remember it being forty five to the top of the hour, and we're going to commercial, and we're still getting a priest promo, and I was like, they are seriously screwing us out of another great women's match that we could have had. Yeah, I called it the week before yeah, too. Totally. Um, but there is some garbage that showed up on the screen, and I tried to clean it off my TV, but it wouldn't go away, and I didn't want to break my screen. But uh, Damian Priest came out explaining why he attacked Finn Balor, which is the same shit he said about attacking Keith Lee. Like, 
Make up your mind, dude. And I'm also I'm tired of your flames like on the screen, and you're the archer of infamy. I was like, dude, whatever. You're like the douchebaggery of infamy for me now. Like I just, I want you off my screen. Go away. Give me Dijakovic. Give me something else. Like you keep attacking all these other people that are above you. Like I don't even think you're on the level anymore. But whatever. I hope Finn Balor. I hope Finn Balor. Could across the shit out of your chest and you break like four ribs. <laughs> I think that he will put on a good match with Finn. Um, but I he just I I still think he's got talent. You don't like him enough to not admit that at all, which is fine. Um I, he just seems misplaced. Like he would be much better use on one of the main shows. And then you don't have I to I don't watch even him. I don't even think that. Like Dude, he stacks up with Corbin, and he stacks up with, um... But do you want to see a match? Do you want to see a match with Corbin and Priest, though? Like, Corbin is, uh, is like, why are you giving this guy time? Also, this is other shows. That's why I haven't watched it. I was like, really? We went through this for, like, eight, ten months before, and he's still doing this? Uh, is he the only one in Florida that's there to record? <laughs> Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I think that he would be a better fit over there, where like there's these big guys who aren't really great wrestlers, and they just like Roman Reigns, like all these guys that can just that are just draws as in their physicality. That's where he go- that's where he goes. He's he's just misplaced right now. The same way that like Shane is misplaced on getting like abused on or not abused, but just wasted on that roster because there's no there's no real spot for him here. He's fighting people either way smaller than him or way bigger than him at this point. Which is clearly like, bigger than him. Yeah, when it was all part of this PC, Dijakovic, Grimes, like, Grimes, and I was like, okay, you get a little respect. I don't like how you got introduced, whatever, that's fine. But yeah, like, now he's going after Finn Balor. And I was like, when he was talking his promo, like, no one's going to remember you. I was like, excuse me? He created one of the most, like, incredible stables <laughs> of wrestling ever that still exists without him. And then made leaders of other famous wrestlers that are in the WWE or in AEW too. It yeah. created a whole other organization. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like, no. Oh, what? Uh, all right. No, I, the, I, uh, <laughs> I, I've been super against promos that are like intentionally false and on all the shows and that that's like he was and he was saying that stuff i was like yeah that's dumb but i, I was I like do who wrote see, this for you i do want to <laughs> see the match like i, I do want to see them like of the two of us i'm the only one that wants to but i do want to see that match then we finally got Rhea versus eo which we've been wanting and thought it would have been cool and everybody wanted them to just be the title picture but ends up being broken up by charlotte because she came out to ringside Having to pull triple duty, carrying this women, continuing to carry this women's division. Um, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Continue, then I will. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm gonna have another fight on my hands. <laughs> anyway, uh, I. It seemed so. It did seem good. I did enjoy it, but it just was so short, and I don't know, man. It just it just seemed half baked to me. I was I was actually kind of enjoying this. Uh, I love Eo's new intro, by the way. Whoever did that, good job. Um, How you like that Mighty Duck gear? What are you talking about? That's a pluck suit. It's purple and uh, teal. No, she has like five different colors to the same pluck suit. It's purple, teal, and white. She's a Mighty Duck. 
So did I. What are you talking I about? Know. <laughs> I, I don't know why you're trying to say it. It's just because all this other stuff, you've known all this other stuff. The foundations, <laughs> those colors are Mighty Ducks colors. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, okay, the Mighty Duck Pluck suit. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was a good intro. I, Rhea's intro looked so, like, lame for some reason. I don't know why. Because they missed her stomp. Did they? Is yeah. that what, like, uh, okay. Like, they, the cameraman got back to her, and she was already with her foot on the ground. Like, you missed it, dude. Um, but, like, I, I enjoyed the match. Like, Rhea, like, was dominating at the beginning, and then it went to Io, and it showed that Io could win because... She's smart. She can. She knows how to use the ring to her advantage and like topple her. Um, so I was like, maybe we'll get something out of this. But I knew Charlotte was gonna come out. But it was totally unnecessary. They could have done something else between the two of them, where the match would have just ended up in a DQ and and kept it going and just had Charlotte like watching from the back or show up after the match between them and do something. She didn't need to come out and do this. And she's not doing triple duty because triple duty would be like having something more significant than this because she's just running around on all the shows just hitting people. That's it. I think Liz will I think Liz will back me up. I don't know. <laughs> she wrestled today. She got physical with all of them on Wednesday. And then I didn't see Monday, but I know that she was there. Um she's carrying the division, dude. She's just the pinnacle of women's wrestling. And it's like the sooner everybody realizes that and accepts it and she's we can all move on. She's great. And maybe I'll reference her to a current NBA star, but maybe that's for another show. But she'll <laughs> never be another another star. Um, but she doesn't need to. In this division, she doesn't need to. And you know that. The, like, this is the best women's division in all all of, uh, of uh, WWE. In all of wrestling. Not of all of wrestling, but it's one of the best. This is the best women's division in all of wrestling. I haven't seen uh, TNA and I haven't seen Impact, but I guarantee you they do not have Rhea. They do not have Charlotte. They do not have Io. They don't no, even have Shotzi. No, I get that. But I mean, like, NXT is a better women's division than Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Well, so it's she doesn't than need. AW, it's better than everybody, is what I'm saying. Like, th- this, well, is, yeah, this like... is women's wrestling right now. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But Charlotte doesn't need to carry the NXT. Like, like see old habits dude she can't walk away from it she's been carrying the company for so long she oh my god she doesn't know how to let go of control maybe they're starting to maybe maybe they'll do that and take that belt off of her soon but i do think that <laughs> eo is gonna get this i think proved more that eo is gonna get that belt off the two of them oh i uh i absolutely believe that 100 yeah. percent um the i just wanted a little more drama is, if, is maybe more like that I from think this? you're right. If they could have done it like more um more poetically like symmetrical with Charlotte's, like let's say Eo's beating Rhea the same way she's beating Charlotte, and then Rhea's like I can't beat you, takes a chair and then starts be like wailing yeah. on Eo and then Charlotte could come out and we have the same exact kind of uh thing that we had to their the whole the three of them last week, but in a different order. Because EO is proving, like, I deserve to st- be, like, I don't care that you guys are monsters compared to me physically. I deserve to be in this spot. Yeah, like, I, w- I would love to have seen, like, the lingering effect of Rhea losing to Charlotte at WrestleMania where, like, she freaks out that she's going to lose on the first match that she's actually back to wrestle to EO, who's now the number one contender, and loses it. Yeah, like, 
no, this isn't gonna happen again to me. I'm gonna go get a chair. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna prove a point that Charlotte says I don't mean anything. Yeah. Or like if Charlotte can do it, fuck it. Like I'm just gonna do it too. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I mean that that that's it for the show this week. I I was happy with it. Like we have little Yeah, it was great compared there. to last week. Oh yeah, it's gotta be like an A team maybe they're trying to like um I know that my team at work was trying to socially distance ourselves for a while, so they were bringing half of us one day, and then we were kind of like uh, do it on another uh, every other day rotation. Maybe that's uh-huh. what it was. Like every other week, we're gonna get a <laughs> shit show, just a dog shit turd of a show that was written by like Vince and the Raw SmackDown creative team, uh, all stars, and then we're gonna get one that was Triple H and the actual NXT crew because they know it takes a while to to draw stuff out. So they're like, yeah, sure, you guys. We'll fix what you fucked up every every other week. Yeah, we'll get we'll get the ratings back for the following <laughs> week. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. Unless you had anything, or you, like we said, we'll talk about AEW probably either Sunday or early next week after um Double or Nothing. I think with the pay per views for them for sure is a good time to reconvene because they they haven't put on a bad pay per view at this point. But I gotta say, going into it. It's starting to get stale again to me. Like I don't know what it is, and I think it's just like the the only good parts of the show to p- pay attention to are the first twenty minutes and the last twenty minutes. Other than that, you can tune out, and it's just gonna be boring. Like there there'll be matches worth watching, but they're not nothing that's gonna draw me into watching it. Yeah, like uh, well, the last two weeks I've actually kind of enjoyed watching them, and again, I forgot how much. Um, but yeah, we'll like talk about it like Sunday or early week after like after the pay per view. The only thing that maybe would affect them is the fact that they don't have a crowd. That's why they've had such great pay-per-views. But also, they kind of have like a band-aid for that temporarily with their wrestlers being around, mm-hmm. which actually helps from the matches that I've seen. So, Also, they get a um, stadium as their playground for the main event in this. So oh yeah, that's that true. Like, run fun. around, my children! Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this this million this millionaire, whatever he is, is like, yeah, sure, like let's just fuck it, we'll go have fun. I wonder if Tony Khan's all like, sorry Vince, I don't need to make my own league. I can just join the normal one with the team I got. I was gonna say making a league is kind of a flex compared to a team, but I guess one of those things was successful. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah, and also like. A stadium is just way cooler to run around in and fight than a a corporate building. So maybe it's a. Re- I didn't think about yeah. that until just right now. Maybe it's a retort to the Money in the Bank like corporate ladder <laughs> match. Like, oh, this is your place of business. This is our place of business. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like if we need to, we got something else next to it. Well, we have this whole yeah. like coliseum. Yeah, you guys do it in your little corporate office park. We get we got like uh, weight rooms and uh, all the all these like. Uh, Golf carts and shit to, <laughs> to run around. A stadium that's gonna a um stadium scoreboard that's gonna broadcast everything on it. Oh man! Oh, well, can't wait to see that. Hopefully, it does well for them. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Did they announce who the last um contender was on that ladder match? Uh, I know Luchasaurus is one of them, but I don't know who the last one was. Damn, and I know Orange Cassidy got in. Once I saw that, I was like, "All right, I really want to see this match." I love Orange Cassidy. Again, there is no better. There is no, and I don't think there will ever be a better gimmick than Orange Cassidy. I I, I tried to explain Orange Cassidy to my brother, and he's like, "Why is he so popular?" I go, "Watch, man, he has super kicks," and like in the and he just taps in the crowd, and like everybody's like, "Oh," he's like, 
nothing's happening. I go, I, that's the point. Like, <laughs> there's, there's nothing to like. I don't think you can really explain it. You just have to show them. Like, if you don't get it, then you don't get it. But it, there's no, like, it's Orange Cassidy, a Country Mile, and then Undertaker in terms of all time wrestling from uh, wrestling gimmicks. Oh. <laughs> That's that, only because that's because Undertaker Undertaker's been it too long. Yeah, no, Undertaker was on the top. Like it's Undertaker, and then everybody else below Undertaker. Orange Cassidy is just that much better than Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I love that gimmick more than anything that I've ever loved in uh, wrestling. Oh my god, freshly seen. Uh, Actually, I do want to uh, get one prediction from you for AEW before Saturday. Do you think Sting's going to show up? Oh yeah, he's totally gonna show up. Yeah. He might not do anything, but he'll show up. He'll be like either in there, like uh, watching. He'll be like, "Oh, and we have this secret like person watching the wrestling match, and he's just in the empty arena." Oh shit! Uh, there's no, um, there's no roof, so it's not like he can rappel down. I wonder if he's gonna zip line into the. Oh, they'll probably use like the NFL's like camera line or whatever yeah, to rappel in. That would be cool, like a, a Shawn Michaels kind of thing. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got the cage match that we know of next week. Who do you think is going to win that? Oh, Riddle's going to win that. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, Unless Dunn shows up and somehow Thatcher uses him to interrupt the match or mess up the match. But it's also, it's a cage match, so there's no rules. Yeah. Either you tap out or... Exit. Yeah. Pin, lose, or exit. Um, yeah, I think Riddle will win too just because he's pissed. Um, triple threat, who you got? Evo? Yeah. No, triple just because. Threat. Oh no. Uh, it's gonna be. Um, why can't it? It's gonna be Kushida. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. The only reason that I would like bet against that is because it seemed like they're trying to make Atlas a thing, and if Drake's not gonna be here, Kushida already know. Kushida's already Kushida. What is yeah. Atlas gonna do to make us care about him? And being in that match would be a good spot for him. But I. That's only like logical booking. I'd rather see Kushida versus Iho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like the the whole the whole Drake or not Drake Maverick, but the whole like Atlas thing. Like I'm so done with it. Let's see. Oh, hold on a second. I'm just reading something right now. Oh, so we have a triple threat match. Uh, take over in your house for the women's championship. Good, do we? Yeah, <laughs> getting that belt. <laughs> cool. So we can all show up for the uh the coronation of champion EO. That'll be fun. Yeah. Maybe Kyrie will get the SmackDown belt in an invitational. <gasps> and then they all <laughs> they all come back and celebrate. That'd be great. And then we'll have our, oh. our Pacific connection. <laughs> between them and they'll all be the champions that would be that would be cool oh that'd be great um yeah i can i know at least one person who would hate that but uh, i think i would like that <laughs> um all right that's all i got dude anything else uh, now that's it we'll talk about aw next but okay. you guys have a good weekend bye